first. Good afternoon and welcome to this Wednesday, December 1st, 2021 edition of the Dream Wager. As always, I'm your host, Dylan, and alongside me, the legend, Joey Pucks, is back. How are you, sir? Back in action. Yo, I'm sorry I missed you and everyone on my picks episode. You know, had a great weekend before that. Had all the perfect picks on that Triller's Triad Combat. Hey. You know, I didn't get a chance to mention it there, but, you know, coming off a great weekend and a little disappointing Monday, but uh, <laughs> you know how that goes. Good Looking to, to bounce back today. Well, it's great to have you with us to start off December with a bang. We'll recap Monday's game, look toward tomorrow's matchup down in the bayou. Plus, we'll dive deep into tonight's NBA college hoops, and we got a little NHL action for you guys. But... Let's start with Monday. Another win for the football team. That's three in a row for Ron Rivera's team. And Antonio Gibson had a huge game running the ball. 29 carries, 111 yards. Now, Seattle, I think their their season's over, essentially. Yeah. Russ didn't look good. He missed a couple wide open throws that he normally hits. So, I mean, besides Tyler Lockett having a good game, DK only had one catch. They couldn't run the ball. Joe, it... Is Russ's time in Seattle coming to an end? Yeah, I'm afraid that it very well might be and could be for Pete Carroll as well. That's why my Monday was very disappointing. My DK Metcalf overprop is dead. Dead. And, um, you know, it's hard to see a team that I really like and enjoy do this um, to themselves. It seems like they're shooting themselves in the foot, to be honest. Um, You know, I I, I look at the team and there's potential there on the defensive side of the ball. Mm -hmm. This is an offensive league now. You look at all the leaders in all the divisions across the board and they're all all led by offensive you know coaches uh offensive i mean great offensive minded players uh, yeah. quarterbacks that are just top echelon in the league so this is an offensive league now and pete carroll's a defensive coach the defense is kind of their bread and butter it's all about wilson on the offensive side of the ball and he's getting no support so no. it's it's unfortunate to see but you know you know that's the thing about russell wilson he he very well he's a hot commodity he very well could just move on and, and go to greener pastures. It's unfortunate to yeah. say and see, but I wish that man well. There's still more to be from the, the, the organization years now. I've been saying it. Fortunately, the game has changed to more offense-driven. I, I, I think he's, he's out of there as well. We even heard rumors in the beginning of the season that he expressed concerns about protecting him and that, hey, if I were to be on the move, these are the teams that I would go and play for. And now three and eight sitting or three and nine, they're not looking good. They probably have a top six, top seven draft pick. Pete Carroll, I think he's his time has done. He's done. He he's gone to two Super Bowls, and that that's essentially it. You know, the glory days are behind them. I think. Hey, Inklingson of New York, though. Really, Honestly, I've heard people close to him. There's like you know rumors, of course, mm-hmm. report that. He's looking east. He's looking in New York. And Maybe the Giants. Be the Jets. It could the, be the Giants. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be depending on which he thinks is a better organization. And, you know, as of now, it seems that the Giants have more of an established organization. Yeah. But if he can make it on the Jets, if he could lead them to a winning record and maybe oh, the baby. Playoffs, possibly a Super Bowl, that man is a legend. He already is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But he will go down in history. If he could pull the Jets off. Same thing with, with Russ. Hall, both Hall of Famers. So wherever they go, I think they're going to need success. I just think wherever Pete Carroll goes, he's going to need a quarterback, I think. He's up there in age, man. He could yeah. retire. He could retire. I mean, he, he doesn't have anything to prove. Nothing to prove. So bad loss for the Seahawks. So hopefully they, they go out the, on the rest of the year 
fighting at least you on know the flip heineke is the truth though Do heineke, like what i see from that young man yes heineke is balling i never thought i'd say i would much rather have taylor heineke than russell uh wilson never thought i'd hear that. <laughs> never thought i'd hear that but yeah i they're, they're playing good ball rob rivera has that those boys uh chirping and hey they're right there in the wild card spot the whole nfc right. lease they're not good <laughs> <laughs> So they're right back in it, and hopefully it can continue into next week. Uh, let's turn our attention to tomorrow's game down in New Orleans. Cowboys lane four and a half on the road, over under at 47 and a half, 48. Joe, how are you approaching this matchup? Man, now I heard uh, that Taysom Hill might be taking over at quarterback. Yes. Travis, we've seen him when he started last week for the Saints yeah. um, for Thanksgiving. It did not look good. Not and at all. If he was starting, I think it's a guaranteed fade, but. Even if Taysom Hill is starting, I think he's coming off injury. He did get the contract. There's always that contract hangover as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, no matter who's that quarterback for the Saints today, yes, granted, Sean Payne, play caller, and they are home. Get interesting Thursday. Yeah. They need so here. They need to stay atop of that division, as we previously mentioned. So I'm alternate spreading tonight's game. Excuse me, tomorrow's game. It's Dallas, man, taking it to nine and a half. And I get odds of plus 165. I'm going to ride mm. them. I think Dak's going to have an offensive show. And it's going to be an offensive game, you know. Mm. Um, don't think the defenses are going to take over, but I think we're guaranteed to see the turnover battle won by the Cowboys. It's, it, and solo tackles, you got Micah Parsons, uh, Trayvon Diggs back there. I think it's going to be a good effort all around by the Cowboys. And I just, I got to fade the Saints in this position. I really yeah. do on a Thursday night. Coming off a, a week, you know, uh, both teams are coming off of a, a Thursday night game, so they both yeah. got a week to prepare. But I think the Cowboys are better suited for this. Yeah, I think this is a goal against the Bills. So they, they didn't look good. I think Cowboys still look good. They put up 30-plus points. The Raiders just had their number that night. It was a shootout. So I, I, I do like um, the Cowboys in this spot. But my play is I'm going under 48. Even if Taysom Hill, Kamara, Mark Ingram – even if they all come back, which they're they're doubtful, but even if they do, there's going to be some lack of chemistry. They haven't played in like three weeks, so they could face a tough assignment. And I do like Dallas's defense. They have a great run stop defense as well. They only they only allowing three point four yards per carry. So I think. And who who do they have to pass the ball? So I, that really doesn't scare me. And then the cornerbacks and the DBs for the um, for the Cowboys, I like them as well. And I, the one trend that I do like, even Thursday, Cowboys win by double digits. I do like the alternate spread as well. Again, plus money there. So we could both pop. Yeah, minimum of a 10, I'm yes. thinking. That, that's what I'm thinking. Double digits, you're right. Absolutely. So I'm going over... You're taking the alternate spread, Cowboys. And Elvis, he is on the Saints plus four and a half. Wow, he'll take the points. He'll take the points. Thinking a close game. Thinking a close game, thinking a bounce back, but not trusting the Cowboys, huh? Cowboys have been playing down to their competition, which does worry me, but I think this is a get-right game for them. Absolutely. So those are our plays for the fo- for football tomorrow. Let's go to college. Um, Joey, I know we both have this matchup, Oklahoma versus the Gators. What do you like? Oh, man, I know it's a it seems a tough day for Oklahoma. They've been playing so well, but yeah, Gators are undefeated mm-hmm. and I'm getting plus money. You know, I love plus money simply just plus 100. But give me the Gators in this spot. I think they they defend the arc very well. And I'm going to ride with that because I think they're going to re- Oklahoma Sooners are going to be reliant off the three point shot. And if Florida can lock them down beyond the arc. 
then this is their ball game to win. So mm. I'm going to take the Gators. And, then and I, um, do what Lincoln Riley did. He just doesn't say anything, and then he just <laughs> goes and does it. That's what it reminded me of. But um, I do like the Sooners in this spot. I think the big thing is they're going to have to be able to stop or contain Colin um, Castlin. He's the big guy for the Gators, and he's been balling. 15 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, three blocks per game. But they got uh, the Sooners got a big guy named Jalen Hill, and I think they're going to be battling all night down low. And I think he's going to be able to hold his own. So ultimately, I think the backcourt for free throw line. So I like the line. I have two other plays. I'm going to take Sparty minus three and a half against Louisville. Chris Mack, the coach, he's coming back for Louisville after his suspend, uh, suspension. I think that's going to help them, but turno- turnovers have been killing this Louisville team. Just about 15 turnovers per game. But I think this is a get-right spot for the Spartans. After lo- Their only two losses are to National Championship Baylor, which they just lost to, and opening night Kansas, which at the time was the top-five team. They're at home. I expect them to come out with a lot of energy, especially on the defensive end. Uh, clean up the glass. I think uh, the Spartans, they cover this slow number three and a half. So I'm going to roll with the Spartans. And then my last play, since I'm down here in the DMV, might as well touch it. Virginia Tech and Maryland under 132. Both teams have combined, have played a combined 14 games this season, and the under is 10-3-1. The story in this matchup, I think, is the uh, defense for both teams. The Hokies, they have the number two scoring defense in the country, only allowing 57 points per game on average. And the Terrapins, on the other hand, they rank in the top different players. Both teams are going to have trouble scoring, tough, physical, DMV. I'm going under 132. You so, know how it is in there. Yeah, I know how it is. Um, let's. I have one play in the NBA. I like the under in OKC Houston. Ugly matchup. One of the two worst teams in the league. Both teams are combined 13-27 to the over-under this year. Houston is 0-3 to the over on the road in the last two weeks, while OKC is 1-2 towards the over at home. I think we're getting a high number for two poor offenses so I'm going to dive under 216 for tonight's matchup in the NBA. I have no place for Elvis for the NBA. He said he will have more on his action app later on. So just be attentive to that. He'll post them later. But Follow that man at Elvis underscore Acosta. Thank you, Joey. F- uh, be honest, follow all of us at Dylan Rockford. And what is yours? Joseph Disclafani. Actually, I apologize because that's the other portion of it. Mm-hmm. That's my full name. Joey D Sports. That's my tag for everything. Joey D Sports. Perfect. And you can find him on Twitter and Instagram at Joey D Sports. So perfect for NHL. In a two-way parlay trip to the... And I'm going to take the puck line. I'm taking Philadelphia plus one and a half, playing very close games. Rangers tend to play close to the chest. If you do it straight up play with that, minus 163. But that parlay is along with the Seattle Kraken mm. taking a trip over to Detroit. Two bad uh, teams, Red Wings and uh, Seattle, but... I'm liking the over one and a half in the first period. That single bet is minus 125, but Seattle's surging. So let's see if they get a victory here and if maybe we get some early goals and now it hit. So I'm liking that plus 190. Gotta love it. Feed us some winners. Love the plus money on not even just the NHL and football. Gotta love it. And, hey, and you gave us plus money for the Florida. That's right. You always love plus money there. Yes. I, I know I didn't want to bring, bring it up too much, but uh, mm. I think a little tough loss 
those dookies. That was, oh, a, that was a tough one, man. What a meltdown um, last but night. But if anyone, you know, I know you're a fan of Ohio State, not in terms of the basketball, but yeah. uh, if anyone to do an upset, the number one team in the country, it would be the Buckeyes. Yeah. So it's not too bad. And also another little point of note. Yeah. Max Scherzer. Let's Mad go. Max is taking a trip to our Mets, man. Bring Woo! It to New York. Let's go. I love and Mad Max, Starling Mad Martin. Max, our defense, solid. Our guy we just got. We're solid. Now, now we need you. Get us exactly. through it. And in the playoffs, no one's going to want to see Jacob DeGrom or Mad Max. No. So. And then they can come in game four, game five, need be. Yeah. We're going to lock it down. Just hopefully cross our fingers. Everyone stays healthy because we just paid these guys a shitload of money. I'm excited, though. I think yes. we're going to be in store for a great season. And, and we got a new GM, too. That guy, Billy something. Epler, he's yeah. doing a great job, way better than Brody Hope. Oh my God! But um, he came in and he got right to work. That's what I like to see. Hey, he's got you know Cohen in his ear, Uncle Steve. He's he's right there telling mm-hmm. him what to do, and he's going to do it. That's what like that's what see. we like to see. Well, anything else before we get up out of here, Joe? No, I mean uh, I could just quickly mention because hopefully we'll get a little bit in for the Friday episode. Mm-hmm. We got a UFC fight night, man. Aldo oh. taking on Rob, Rob Font. Yep. Hopefully we see, uh, you know, Jose Aldo come to play in that one. But I think it makes for an interesting main event there. And we'll, of course, keep you all our picks on Friday's episode. Yeah, that 135. Div- There's a shitload of talent in that 135 division. I was just thinking that while you were saying it. Oh, there, are, there are a bunch of guys that on display, even even in boxing, you got Javante Davis fighting this week. Yeah, Pink Davis, another DMV guy, Baltimore. So that, that 135, it's a scary place to go. That's right. Little lean. I like Rob Font, but hey, we'll I'll let lean, you know more I'll on Friday. Jose, so, hey, we've been fading, but one of us is going to win. <laughs> one of us is going to win. That's that's for sure. But yeah, just to let you guys know on Friday, we're, we're debating on maybe doing an early episode Saturday or later in the day Friday. We'll keep you posted and let you guys know. But yeah, we'll see you guys either Friday, Saturday with more picks, hot takes. Please follow our social media, Twitter and Instagram at the dream wager. You can find all of our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, give us a review. All that good stuff helps us out tremendously. Be a friend, tell a friend, and good luck.